I hope this man's got an umbrella and a jumper and a jacket over there because it is freezing in Augusta, pouring rain. I think it was eight degrees mid-afternoon before play was suspended for the third round. Paul Gow's on the line. Paul, good evening over there in Augusta. Yeah, morning, fellas. How are you? Terrific. And, well, the conditions have been extraordinary. On Thursday, Friday, the weather was was looked pretty warm and nice, a bit windy, but... It turned nasty, and we've had trees falling over in round two. Today, again, play was suspended, Paul. Yeah, it's uh, it, well, these guys knew uh, on Tuesday. They sort of put out the warning that, uh, that Saturday and late Friday afternoon could be a bit, uh, a bit hairy. But uh, I'll tell you what, it come down today, and I've mm. been here a few times now, and it was as cold and windy and as rainy that I've ever seen it. And Augusta, they've got this thing here called sub-air where... They press a button, it's underground, it sucks all the moisture out. They had that going at 100 miles an hour and they couldn't firm wow. uh, yeah. up the golf course. It just got waterlogged. Adam Scott, when he finished this morning's round, I spoke to him and uh, he had a driver, three iron on the last. This is the first time he's ever done that. He hit a three iron from about 165 metres. So he normally hits that around about the 200 metre mark. So that yeah. shows that the ball wasn't travelling very far. Well, just quickly, um, Gary, what's the weather for tomorrow for what potentially Brooks Kepka at the moment still leads the tournament 13 under. He will need to play uh, 30 holes tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's, well, the forecast is going to be great. I'm just standing outside at the moment and it's still cold and it's still raining, but the the forecasts say that the the front's going through and it'll be fine and and I'll turn on the sub air and, and, and get it moving and they'll get all those holes in. They're not worried about that. They teared up tomorrow morning at 830 you know, the, the crowd's allowed in at 7 o'clock. Uh, they will get done. They'll re-tee at 12.30. So for back in Australia and Fox Sports, it'll come on at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we'll see the normal Masters coverage uh, from this. But, you know, the golf course will still be wet. There's no doubt. And, you know, it's playing long. Like, it played long. A lot of the players, even on the practice rounds on Monday, Tuesday, said the course is playing a lot longer. The green the fairways are a little bit furrier. Uh, the interesting part with the greens, they were wet today, but they skipped. Uh, Cameron Smith come on late this afternoon with me, and he said that you'd hit your shot in, and it, you thought it was going to just stop dead, but it'd skip on. He said so. It was quite confusing when you were trying to hit, you know, pitch shots and you know, 80, 90 meter shots into the green. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays tomorrow. Uh, Gowie, you know, up to 30 holes tomorrow. There's no doubt there'll be plenty of twists and turns for we Aussies. Dreaming of success. Captors at 13 under. Jason Day is the best Aussie back at four. Do we give him any chance of a late surge that could put him in contention? Well, he certainly can because there's a lot of golf to be played. That's um, that's one thing. And he's got the back nine to come. He's got a putt. He's actually got a six-footer on uh, eight uh, when the siren went off this afternoon. He's got that for par. But he certainly could make a run at it. And it's it's seems like a two-horse race at the moment. I think mm. it, them calling it this afternoon, Kepke put a bit of a block in between everybody else. And Ram, who is playing exceptionally well, he played through the toughest part of the draw. Keep in mind, the guys that are at the top of the leaderboard, uh, everybody but John Ram played on the like easier side. So uh, he's done exceptionally well. But, you know, Brooks Kepke, when they called it off, you know, he was going to go further ahead, six and seven and eight ahead, possibly, if they kept playing in those conditions. Because he was at one under par, you know, through six holes and looking good. He could have been three or four. So yeah. I think the only person that's disadvantaged is him. Ram will come out firing. He's played so 
so well all year. I can't believe he's not number one in the world. But Jason Day, if he hurt his nine and has a bit of a run on the back nine, which he can with the two par fives and how well he's hitting it, um, there's no reason why he can't get himself in there. But he's got to get up to that, you know, where he sits at four. Now he's got to at least get to eight or nine to, to have a chance. And we know what... You know, the tournament doesn't start to the back nine. We've seen many a player from Molinari to Spieth to Norman capitulate on the back nine. So it's the fun part of the tournament. Yeah. yeah Phil, can I ask you about um, Sam Bennett, Paul? Um, he's six under through six holes into the third round. He's, he's hit a pair of 68s, round one, round two. He's a 23-year-old amateur. He's holding his nerve. What a story this guy is. It's a great story. It seems that all these tournaments throw up a good story, but this is a great story. His father passed away a couple of years ago. Um, he's self-taught. He's never had a golf lesson in, in his life. Wow. Um, plays college golf. Uh, it's not a pretty golf swing, but he gets it done, and he's going against the world's best. Uh, this is the best. You, know, you can talk about the Live Tour and the PGA Tour, but they're all together this week. All the best players in the world are all together. So... He's handling the, the nerves of it. And, and you know, me being an old bugger, I, I, <laughs> I'd be nervous standing on that yeah, first know, tee. Yeah. <laughs> and, but not him. He just goes about it. He handles himself extremely well. Uh, hits a lot of good golf shots. I got to see him on Thursday. I, you know, I was told to go and watch this Sam Bennett hit some shots, and I did. And um, it, impressive. He can move the ball both ways and putts and chips well. So yeah, I'm thinking he's in for a good career. Mm. Hey, Gary, have you sensed any friction between the PGA and the, the Live players? Zero. It's been the wow. biggest anti-climax okay. of all time. Uh, probably the only one is between Reed and no one likes Reed anyway. Yeah. You know, uh, so that, that's not unusual. Uh, it's only him and McElroy that they probably don't get on, but Reed doesn't get on with anybody. So <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's just given to it. So the rest of them... and. We were here Sunday, actually, and I went out to the course and you know, caught up with a bunch of ex-players and all that sort of stuff. And, and the ones who were on live and the ones who were on, on the tour who hadn't seen each other in months and months, they were embracing and talking about it all. And, and the caddies were all talking about it. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was actually it was quite good. And it it's still is. Yeah, it, it, yeah there's yeah. a respect, I, I, I think, between the players of, you know, at times how hard the game is. Sometimes you have some highs and some pretty bad lows. And I, I guess that's one of the storylines here at the moment with mm. Brooks Kepka. He had some pretty bad lows over the last couple of years with injuries, and now he's good. And if you watch that full swing doco on Netflix, it, it shows yeah. you how vulnerable, yeah, that he was and that we all didn't know. He just thought he was a tough bug who had a bit of a chip on his shoulder. But, mm. you know, he goes through some issues on that show and, uh, so that's a pretty good story. But, yeah, you know, everybody was waiting for this sort of – this was the first major and they're all coming together and there was going to be handbags at 20 paces. But there was nothing. It was it's actually really good. That's fantastic, yeah. double barrel question to finish off, Paul. We've taken up too much of your time. Tiger Woods, is this his last Masters and who wins Augusta tomorrow? Yeah, well, I think, you know, watching him closely and know what he's got to go through to – to actually just prep for this event. And then during the event, he finishes the, his round of the daytime. He jumps in the car. They put a, a, a sock thing on him that's full of ice. Um, he sleeps three hours a night. The rest of the time is rehab. He's got a team there uh, to help him. And watching him today in these cold, wet conditions, mm. the poor bugger couldn't walk. So the answer there, I don't know. Every time he, he, he says he's, you know, we think he's going to be 
giving up the game, he doesn't. But uh, looking at him today, um, uh, I'm fortunate enough to be really close to where they come in and sign their cards. He could hardly get up the stairs. Yeah, so yeah. I would imagine it is. Uh, to win the golf tournament, it's going to be hard to go past Brooks Kepke to, to where he is. It really is. John Ram is the only one I could see that is going to give it a, uh, a sort of a, 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 a bit of a go. And the only guy I can see out there that won't be intimidated who embraces these type of conditions is Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, who's at, I don't know what odds he's at at the moment, but he, he's three under through nine holes, and uh, this is right up his alley. So out of the pack, he would be the only one. But Brooks Kepka just looks, he looks mean. He, yeah. he holds two putts today in a row from about six or seven feet for pars, and they went in the middle and... His eyes in this week with the putter and, you know, the rest of the game's pretty good. So uh, you can't go past him. Hey, Gary, loving your coverage on Fox. Appreciate you taking your time to come on our show on a Sunday morning back um, at home. Enjoy the last round tomorrow and uh, we'll wait and see what happens with Tiger going forward. Thanks so much, Paul. Thanks, fellas.